Welcome to the Life Church of Kansas City podcast. Please consider following, sharing, and supporting by giving at tlckcmo.com. May you be blessed by the Word of God. You're much safer to just get involved than you are to remain uninvolved. <clears throat> I am the most honest evangelist you'll ever have. I'm out to get you. And when you get what I have, you will act exactly like us. Because you will not be able to help yourself. It is a tremendous thing. Turn to your neighbor and shake their hand and say, I am not afraid. It is wonderful to be here tonight to feel the presence of the Lord. And I would like to remind you, all that I am and all that I ever hope to be is because of a man called Jesus. Without him, I would be nothing. Without him, we would be nothing at all. There are many things that I could do here. came to service with one lengthy, complicated message and one short, simple message. And this is a simple message, and it is short. But I trust that you will not forget it and that you will be changed by the touch of the master's end. Jesus is here and because he is here anything can happen. Anything is possible in the presence of the Lord. It is a great privilege to be here with the Gleason family. I've known your pastor here since he was about 10 years old. His father was my instructor when I was in Bible college. I can say of the Gleason family they are probably the finest most model Christians I have ever met in the 36 years I have walked among you. They have what I would call a royal heritage. They have the most gracious and wonderful spirits. They are genuine Christians and that is the highest compliment that I could pay them. If you abuse them or do them harm you have done a grave injustice to yourself because they are a gift from God to you and to this area. In the book of Colossians, chapter 1, I want to begin reading at verse 14. In the book of Colossians, chapter 1, beginning at verse 15. We'll do 14. The Bible says, speaking of Jesus in whom we have redemption through His blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by Him, meaning God, Jesus, were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by Him, and for him and he is before all things and by him all things consist and he meaning Jesus is the head everyone say head say it again and he is the head of the body the church who is the beginning the firstborn from the dead that in all things he might have the preeminence <clears throat> if you look in 
1 Timothy, excuse me, chapter 1, I'm sorry, 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 14. 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 14. The admonition here from the Apostle Paul to his son in the gospel, Timothy, is this. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. There's a very similar statement made in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 6. Paul again reminded Timothy and he said, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift, say stir up the gift, of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Paul encouraged Timothy to stir up the gift of God which was in him and to not neglect the gift that was in him. One final verse of Scripture in the book of Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. It says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in him. It doesn't say that. It says, according to the power that worketh in us. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Say, it's in us. Say, I have it. Say, it is alive inside of me. Would you lift your hands, your voices, and your hearts, and would you pray that God will do with you exactly what he wants to do in this service tonight? Lord Jesus, tonight, I thank you for the wonder-working power of God that is in this place. We have come here tonight to praise you and to lift up your mighty name. I pray now that you will bind us together in one mind and one accord, that you will on this first night, this beginning of this great crusade, God, that you will awaken us with revelation and understanding, and that we will leave here changed by the touch of the Master's hand. I pray tonight that you will move us and take away all inhibitions, take away all inferiorities, take away all complexes, set us free and help us to worship you in spirit and in truth, and to be led by your spirit. We give you praise in the name of Jesus, and we ask you now to anoint us both to hear and to speak in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. The Lord bless you. You may be seated. Thank you for standing so long. Would you clap your hands for a moment, and would you lift your voice to the Lord? Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. But not everyone cooperated. Let's do it again until everyone cooperates. They're clapping for ball games tonight. They're clapping for concerts. They're clapping for performances. But we are here tonight to clap and to worship this one true God whose name is Jesus. And tonight, I feel like clapping for him. I feel like shouting for him. I feel like dancing in his presence tonight. 
because Jesus is the best thing that has ever happened to any of us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. As an ordained minister, I can get in almost anywhere I want to go. I have gotten into all kinds of emergency rooms and intensive care units. I have been called upon at times to do things that somehow I knew I would definitely need the grace and the mercy of God to help me. Some things that I have faced with human beings, some of their tragedies and their dilemmas have been overwhelming to me. In some situations, there are no earthly human answers. It takes the wisdom of God and the knowledge of the Lord to be able to help some people, to rescue some people. I was called upon to pray for a man who had been involved in a terrible accident. He had left part of his brain lying on the highway. He had been involved in a motorcycle accident. He was paralyzed from his neck down. He was unable to carry on his normal body functions. His wife and little girl were alerted that he was in the emergency room and that he might not live. And when they got there, they told her that he would never be more than just a vegetable that he would never be more than what she was looking upon. And uh, so she asked for what is called a mercy divorce at his bedside. The tragedy of it was that even though his arms and his legs and his body did not function and move, his mind was alert and he could understand and he knew what was happening but there was nothing he could do there was nothing he could do about it he couldn't move and though his head sent messages to his body to move yet his body was unable to receive the messages it wasn't because the head was not sending the messages the head was sending the messages but the body was paralyzed it was numb it could not respond and would not respond the end of that story is he came to a meeting where I was and he was miraculously healed and today he walks as well as I do he preaches it's just an incredible story but what I want to get across to you is that when I talked to him, he said, Brother Stone King, I cannot tell you what it is like to be able to understand, to comprehend with your mind, but not be able to get the message from the head to the body. He said, it's the most frustrating thing in the world. He said, the anxiety that you suffer inside your mind is enough to nearly drive you crazy. He said, he said, you can't do anything. You can't help yourself at all. He said, the mind is alert. He said, the mind tells you all kinds of things. It sends these signals. It sends these messages. He said, but the body does not respond to it. The Bible says that Jesus is the head of the church. He is the head of this church. And if you are sensitive 
to the Spirit of God at all in this hour. You can feel that the Lord is trying to get a message from the head to the body. But the body in many areas is paralyzed by sin. The sins of this world, the lethargy, the complacencies, the lukewarmness of this generation. There is a signal coming from the head in this hour. But for some reason, the body is almost paralyzed with all kinds of things and interest and investments of time. But there's a signal coming from the head tonight that is saying, demonstrate for me. Get involved for me. Reach out to someone. Lay hands on someone. Come running to me. There's a voice saying tonight, greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world. There's a voice saying tonight that you can do anything. Faith can move mountains. There's a message coming tonight that is saying that this thing inside of you is greater than anything that can ever come against the church. There's a voice, there's a signal coming tonight that is saying all things are possible to them that believe. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Clap again and shout with your voice to the Lord. I feel something here. Something has walked in this house tonight. Something is powerfully trying to get a hold of us in this house tonight. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and wave them to the Lord and let your voice out in praise and adoration. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this house tonight. And I reiterate again, because Jesus is here, anything can happen. Anything is possible right there where you are seated in that pew tonight. God can just come walking up. Jesus can suddenly touch you and your mind can become clear. Your body can suddenly become healed. A sinner can suddenly repent. A believer can suddenly receive the Holy Ghost. I can feel the Holy Ghost just as powerfully at the back of this church as I can at the front of this church because the gift of faith is in this house. The gift of faith is in this house tonight. And there is a stirring. There is a stirring. Can you hear me when I say to you tonight that in many places the body is paralyzed by the things I have already mentioned, but I feel something different about you here in this place tonight. There's a stirring. There's a moving, as it were, of the limbs. Something is getting through to you people. I can feel it when I walk through the back door. I can feel it in your singing. I can feel it in your praying. I can feel it in your reaching. Hallelujah! Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Say, I want to be stirred. Say, Jesus, help me to get the signal. Take a hold of your neighbor's hand if it is apropos, if it is fitting. And say, help me to wake up. Turn to them again and say, shake me loose from the paralysis of this world. 
See what begins to happen when you begin to cry out like that. When you begin to ask God to somehow shake you and to do something that he's never ever done before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. I do not want to be paralyzed by this world. I do not want to be paralyzed with the lethargies and the complacencies of life. I want to hear what thus saith the Lord. I don't know about you. I do not want to be a part of a dead, dull, boring church. I want to be a part of something that is alive, something that is on fire. I want to be a part of something that is alive. I want to be a part of a church that is exactly what we read about in the book of Acts. I don't want to be a part of some dead, dull, formalistic situation. I will not be a part of some dead, dull situation. I will not be a part of that. I've reached the place in this. I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care what anybody else does. I don't care what anybody else says. I've got it, and I know that I've got it. And this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel in the last days, saith God. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. <laughs> I just heard, I just heard someone say, I was just in Texas last weekend, I heard someone say of us, we used to be a movement with fire and demonstration. Now we have become a movement with memories. We talk about Azusa Street and Topeka, Kansas, but what we need is preachers, preachers with miracles that happened yesterday and today. We don't need all of the memories. We need to make it happen in our day. We need to get a hold of this in our day. I can tell you authoritatively tonight that God wants an earth-shaking revival. God wants to break the sin. Do you think for one moment that all of the perversion and all of the immorality and all the drug abuse and all the corrupt politics, do you think for one moment that is greater than what we feel in this house tonight? It is not greater than what we have in this house tonight. It will never be greater. Sin will never be greater. It will never be greater than the moving of the power of the Spirit of God. There is nothing greater than, is, than what is inside of you in this place here tonight. This is the greatest thing. This is the best thing. This is the most glorious thing. This is the most wonderful thing that can ever happen to a mortal in this world. But you know what our problem is? We need to stir up the gift that is inside of us. If you ever go to foreign soil and see the hunger there, the people run to altars to receive the Holy Ghost. It's a whole different world than here. They get involved. They get involved. Americans, unfortunately, come to church in most places to receive. We need to change that. We need to come to church to give. We need to come to church to give. I will lift my hands. I will 
will sing the songs of Zion. I will worship him with my voice, with my whole body. I will get involved with him. What a difference it would make. What a difference it would make if everybody in here, no matter who you are, no matter what your persuasion is, if you would genuinely from your heart begin to talk with him, just begin to talk with him and worship him, it would cause an incredible surge of his spirit. We need to stir up the gift that is inside of us. It's been about three years ago, I think, now. I was in Kentucky. I preached their camp meeting. I think it was on a Thursday night. There was such a move of the Spirit, and all of a sudden, for just a few moments, uh, there was such a deafening roar of worship. There was such unity that swept over that vast audience uh, that for just a few moments, I felt exactly like I feel on foreign soil when the Spirit of God begins to move. And the Holy Ghost spoke to me, and He said, He said, if my people here, meaning America, will stir them up in me like they stir themselves up in me on foreign soil. He said, I will do here what I do there. And I got a hold, I got a hold of the microphone and I told that camp meeting exactly what God had just spoken to me. I watched one preacher, he threw his hands in there screaming with tears, absolutely shooting out of his eyes. You know why? Because there's a hunger in our day. There's a hunger in our day. And the people began to worship God and they began to get into it. Why do you think David said, clap your hands, all ye people, and shout with the voice of triumph? Why do you think the Bible says to lift holy hands and pray? Why do you think in biblical days they shouted with their voices and worship God? Because it is the will of God for the people of God to get involved with Him. It is the will of God for us to get involved with Him. That's why we dance. That's why we shout. That's why we clap. That's why we get so emotional. You may be seated. I believe with all of my heart if our people would get as excited about Jesus as they do in these auditoriums and stadiums over a football or a basketball or some touchdown or some hockey pot. What would happen if our people in America would get so excited about Jesus if they would cheer for him, if they would clap for him, if they would, if they would shout when somebody gets the Holy Ghost, if somebody gets baptized, if they would just shout like a touchdown on a football field. What do you think would happen? I'll tell you what would happen. There'd be a move of God in this country unprecedented in human history. If our people came and worshiped God the way people in the world worship athletes and ball games and athletics and entertainment. I tell you a greater is here than all of that. A greater is here than all of that. His name is Jesus of Nazareth. There has never been anyone like him. There never will be again. This Jesus, he is able to deliver you. He is able to set you free. He is able to heal you. He is able to lift you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What he did back then, he is doing now. You may be seated. Say, I feel it. Say, I've got what he's talking about. 
punch your neighbor with the elbow and say, can you feel something? What does the Bible say? The Bible says these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Thus it is written and thus it is. This is our heritage. These signs are supposed to follow them that believe. Mm. Look at yourself again. Look at yourself this time and say, do you really believe what he's saying? Ask yourself the question, why don't I act like it then? Now take the pressure off yourself and look at your neighbor and say, get with the program. That's exactly, that's exactly what we need to do. I'm talking to people here tonight. Some of you, the anointing of God is upon many of you in this audience tonight. The power of the anointing of God is upon many of you people in this audience tonight. So why do you just sit there? Why do you just sit there? Why don't you do something with the anointing? Why don't you do something with what is alive inside of you? Hallelujah. The only reason I have come here is because I believe that something wants to happen in this area. Something wants to happen in this area. Something wants to happen here. Something is beginning to happen here. You can feel it. Like there is something marching towards you. There is something marching toward us. There is something marching. There's something coming down the road. There is something coming down the road. That something is an apostolic move of God. That something is an apostolic thrust of the Spirit. Mm. Hallelujah! You may be seated. If we would stir ourselves up in God, really stir ourselves up in God, you get to the point, you don't care what people think. You don't care who's watching. You don't care who's looking. Hmm. You really get into Jesus, and you don't care about anything. I was preaching in one service one night in upstate New York, and there was a woman visiting from some other denomination, and she did not like me. She didn't like what I was saying. She didn't like the choir. She didn't like anything about us. It was obvious by looking at her face. People like that interest me. So, at the end of the service, I went to her and extended my hand, and very cautiously she extended hers. And when she shook my hand, I said, isn't this wonderful? she just sort of scowled at me. She didn't really respond. I said, just think, when you get what I have, you'll act just like me. She said, oh no. I said, oh yes. And I walked away. Guess what happened? 
Yeah, she did. She came back a couple weeks later. She got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. She acts just like us because it's like a fire shut up in your bones. You cannot contain it. There's somebody here right now that just feels like just shouting. You can feel it. I don't know. I don't know if I told this or not in the singles conference. I can't remember, but Sister Mary is here tonight. And, and these two ladies I know because they, they are in a lot of meetings where I am. And I remember when I first met Sister Mary. She didn't like this either. She didn't. Have you watched her tonight in the service? Mm. But she didn't like this. And I was... I had stopped preaching and the Holy Ghost was moving and I walked down. I saw this woman with crutches sitting there in the, in the uh, pew and the Lord said, pray for her. I prayed for her. It was like praying for a telephone pole. Nothing, nothing. Like cement block, an ice cube, nothing. No response at all. I prayed everything I felt in the spirit to pray for her. She didn't respond. Nothing. I walked away. I got about 10 or 12 steps back here, and the Lord said, go back and pray for her again. In my mind, I said, what for? She doesn't move. And the Lord said, go pray for her again. So I turned around. What I didn't know was, when I walked away, she said to God, she said, if this thing is real, you send him back to me. And I went back to her and laid hands and began to pray. And when I did, she began to weep. She began to tremble. She began to cry crippled she was crippled then God gave her the baptism of the Holy Ghost I can't remember all the sequence but God gave her the Holy Ghost and in the next camp meeting I was she was there and we had a tremendous move of God and um, about two o'clock in the morning something like that Someone, some ladies in her room called me, right there she is, called me, woke me up, and said, Brother Stone King, we got to have prayer. Sister Mary is just in terrible pain. Her legs are just filled with horrible pain. You've got to pray. And then it dawned on them that her legs weren't supposed to feel pain because they were paralyzed. That meant that she had been healed. And so instead of crying out, yes! Hallelujah! Hallelujah, Jesus! So instead of crying, they begin to shout. They begin to worship. They begin to worship God. And the Spirit of God has totally, totally set her free from all of that. 
You may be seated. You may be seated. Does she look crippled right now? Does she look crippled right now? I can tell you she's not crippled right now because there is a Jesus that is just as alive today as he was nearly 2,000 years ago. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But you're going to have to stir yourself up in him. You're going to have to stir yourself up in him and get a hold of him. Because if we will stir ourselves up in him, he will do for us what he did for them. He will do here in America what he did on us. But we've got to preach it. We've got to preach it. We've got to preach it. We've got to demonstrate it. Hallelujah. Oh. Say, I want to see it. Say, I want to see it. There's a voice that says, you will. You will see it. You will see it. There's somebody here tonight. There's someone here tonight aching inside. Aching with a desire to be used by God. There may be more than one, but there's someone here tonight that's just aching inside. You are pulling, straining emotionally. You have been for some time to be used, used by God. I hear the sound of weeping. I hear the sound of crying. God, God has hurt you. God has hurt you. And God will fulfill it. Reach over with your hand tonight and take the hand of the person next to you and lift it up and begin to pray and seek him and stir the gift that is inside of you. Some of you are going to be wonderfully, wonderfully used by God here in just a couple of moments. There are young people here tonight that the Spirit of God is wonderfully, wonderfully upon them. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. It's the name. It's the name of Jesus of Nazareth. 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 You can feel. You can feel. You can feel. That's it. Let your voice out. Let your voice out. Reach out to Him. Reach out to him in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Can you feel a flow through of your spirit? Can you feel a flow through, a flow through of your own spirit? But then take a second feel, as it were. You can feel something rippling over your own spirit. It is the union. It is the anointing. It is the fusing of the spirit of God. I tell you tonight that angels are in this place. And the anointing of the spirit of God is hovering in this place to fall upon us as a people, individually and conglomerately. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. 
in the name of Jesus. That's it, son. That's it. That's it. Just as easily as you feel him. Just as easily as you feel him. Just as easily as you feel him. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth. That's it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Here's someone kneeling. Here's someone kneeling on the floor now in the name of Jesus. I challenge you to come to your feet. I challenge you tonight to stand to your feet. The Holy Ghost is leading some of you. Some of you have an urge. Some of you have a desire. I want you to take that urge and that desire and go to someone. They may be near you. They may be behind you. But I want you to go to someone and lay your hands upon them. Reach out and touch them and begin to pray in the name of Jesus Christ. You will feel, you will feel a touch of God. Continue to ripple. You will feel it. It's not enough for me to do it. You've got to get involved in it. It's not enough for me to do it. You've got to get involved with it. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, if you will just step into the aisle, if you will just step into the aisle, if you will come in behind her, in the name of Jesus, can you feel a ministry of the Spirit go from you to that individual? Can you feel the flow of the Spirit beginning to flow through you? In the name of Jesus, tonight, tonight in this house, tonight in this house, in the name of Jesus, something from ancient days is beginning to walk through here. Something from ancient days is beginning to walk through here in the name of Jesus. There's a straightening. There's a straightening of minds. There's an opening of souls. There's an opening of hearts tonight in this place. Hallelujah. 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 That's it. Let your voice out. Command it in the name of Jesus. He can make a way where there is no way. He can make a way where there is no way. He knows how to do it. In the name of Jesus. 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 That's it. Such as I have in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. I set you free in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. There is a touch of deliverance in this house. There is a touch of deliverance in this house tonight. You can be set totally free, totally free, right there where you are seated, right there where you are standing. If you will open your heart tonight and let your voice out, God will set you free in the name of Jesus. He will set you free in the name of Jesus. That's it, that's it, that's it. In the name of Jesus, 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 in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, if you've got a hold of it, if you've got a hold of it, if you've got a hold of it, you need to come running. You need to come running tonight. People are beginning to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. In the name of Jesus, such as I have, in the name of Jesus, such as I have, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for listening to this message. For more content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at The Life Church KC. Reference the episode notes for more details.